This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. I'm on the line with Wendy Christine of Integrated Health Solutions. She's a wellness coach and a health practitioner. And it's the holidays, y'all, and you can't have another mince pie. You can't. And you can't say it's okay. I only had one an hour ago. Hi, Wendy. This is a difficult time of year, and uh, we have to make some healthy choices. Good morning. Hi, Brad. Morning. Um, yes, we do have to make some healthy choices, and it definitely is a little bit more difficult at this time of the year, but it is possible. Yeah, and I think that was very important what you just said there. It is possible because we feel like there's there's no way we can make it. So, so let's think about some of the look. I think we worry about putting on weight, and that's a real thing. Fair enough, but there are other health implications actually to making poor choices. It's not just about whether or not the pants fits. Yes, there are definitely other um, health implications. So you're looking at your body composition changes, so that creates inflammation, that creates fat around the heart and the arteries and all of those kind of things. So those are the consequences, the long-term consequences. Um, and those are the things that we really want to be you know, careful about. Yeah. When we talk about putting on weight or getting fat, that seems like a mean way to put it, but that's what we say, certainly in conversation. But the fat that we can put on is more than just what sits around the hips, am I right? Yes, that's right. So the fact that you can see on the outside of the body is, is almost the least of your worries. The fact that sitting around the organs and inside the body, that's more concerning. Mm. When you say uh, or sitting around the organs, which organs do they sit around? So normally your liver and your intestines, your mm. heart and in your arteries. Yeah, and then there's that word inflammation again that we talk about often, and uh, it's inflammatory, isn't visceral fat? Yes, it's very inflammatory, um, and it really can cause a lot of problems. It clogs up things, and it prevents your organs from functioning in the way that they're supposed to. And is this part of uh, some of these uh, issues we have with the uh, chronic diseases, high blood pressure, diabetes, heart disease? I mean, is, is that where that problem starts? Yes. It would definitely contribute to that. It causes tissue damage, it narrows the blood vessels, and then that obviously makes your body need to work a whole lot harder. Your heart has to pump more, your arteries are, um, they lose their elasticity, and then you land up with a stroke or a heart attack or heart disease of some kind, and also brain diseases. So things like um, dementia or Alzheimer's disease are also a consequence of visceral fat and excess fat inside the body. One of the other issues in general, but certainly this time of year, is sugar, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, so the, the shops are lined with all those Christmas um, chocolates and your biscuits <laughs> and your cookies and mince mm. pies, as you said earlier. So this is a time where you're eating more of your fruitcakes and, and, and sugary things as well. Um, but, you know, I think if, if we do everything in moderation, there is no harm in eating those foods. But you don't have to eat all six mince pies in, in one go. You tell you know, them, you Wendy. You one mince pie. <laughs> and and that's, that's, how, you know, that's how you manage it. And you have one less potato. And then it allows you to balance out that, 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 your diet a little bit more. Mm. Um, there's something I think that we've spoken about in the past, seems like a good time to bring it up again, is we talk about body composition. Um, you know, there's also some people that say, well, I'm skinny, you know, I, and, I, and yet I still eat badly. So I'm just going to keep eating badly because I don't seem to get fat. But didn't you say there's such a thing as skinny fat? 
Yes, there is something called skinny fat. Um, and I think we need to be very cautious of that because slimmer people think that they're fine, um, but they have just as much risk if their diet is bad because then what happens is they, they, they pack fat around their organs and their arteries as well, but you can't see it on the outside. So they have just as much risk then of having a heart attack or a stroke or any of these other brain diseases that we spoke about. Yeah, so we can see what the consequences are of poor lifestyle and diet choices. But now that we're in the middle of the holiday time, we're not at work, we're at home, the fridge always seems to be forever opening and closing and there's more food around and there's celebration and there's family and there's friends. How can we actually make better food choices, Wendy? Well, I really think we need to think about what we are putting into our bodies. So there's a couple of questions you can ask. You know, are you actually hungry or are you thirsty or are you bored? Or is there something else that you need to be doing? We don't necessarily have to eat because it's a specific time of the day, but we can certainly, you know, adjust our diet. If we've had a very big lunch, we can have a smaller supper. Um, we can we can really make, um, if you, I want to say compromises, but that's not the word that I'm looking for, where, where you can adjust your eating mm. so that you're still having a balanced diet and if you are overindulging at certain times, that you can limit your intake at your next meal. So it just balances everything out at the end of the day. Um, and what are some of the things we can practically do? I mean, let's say you want to have that sweet thing because whatever, as you said, balance is important. But then uh, skip something somewhere else to compensate? Yes. So um, you can cut out a carbohydrate somewhere else. So say, for example, you want to have pudding after, after your meal, then you would have less potatoes or less rice or less of those starchy carbohydrates with that meal, and then that allows for you to have the pudding afterwards. Um, or if you're going to be having alcohol, and um, again, again, you would want to cut out the carbohydrates, mm. or you want to, would have less fruits during the day just so that you can balance that. And as I said, bigger meals, smaller meals, but not all meals have to be the same size. And what about this idea of um, we're having a big Christmas meal. I'm just going to skip supper tonight and breakfast tomorrow, so I'm all ready for that uh, Christmas lunch. I personally don't think that's a great idea um, because it's harder to manage your blood sugar if you do those things. Mm. Skipping meals causes your body to go to, to use up the glucose stores that are there. But it also can cause you to feel cranky and shaky and all of those kind of things, which might have you reaching for unhealthy um, snacks or treats before that meal anyway. Mm. But rather having a smaller, healthier meal and still sticking to those meal times would, uh, in my opinion, be a better idea. Um, so if you slip up, uh, guilt is usually what sets in if you're trying really hard to make good choices. So if you slip up, what, what do you do then? I would say eliminate that guilt you slip out, the very next thing you do is the right choice. Mm-hmm. You know, so we can either go down that, that downward spiral where we think, oh, well, we've made one bad, bad choice. Now we can just ca- carry on making bad choices. Or we can say, okay, well, I've made a bad choice or I've had too much of whatever, but my next meal or my next thing that I, I choose to do is going to be more in line with my health goal. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the way that we manage it. So, you know, don't go down that spiral. You have a choice there and then to say, okay, well, I enjoyed that and I've maybe overdone it a bit but from the next meal, I'm going to do the right thing. Um, what can we do in general if we say, and you've just mentioned now, we've got, we've got a goal. We've got things, we, we're eating a particular way, moving a particular way because we want to do better. 
So what are some of the things we can replace? Um, if there's some things that would normally be poor choices, how can we shift and, and make better choices in, in terms of what we're eating? What can be a good replacement? Well, I think for snacks, for example, um, your snacks can have more proteins, more healthy fats, lower-carb um, fruits and veggies. So your platters can look different. So rather than a platter of pastries, for example, mm. it can be a platter of meatballs and maybe cocktail sausages and some cheeses and those kind of things, nuts and fruit and, and um, a variety that way. Mm. Replace your very carb-heavy um, foods with proteins and vegetable platters. So you're not filling up on, on all of these pastry-type things um, and refined carbohydrates, but you're actually giving your body fuel that it can use and that can, that can be useful for your body. Yeah, Wendy. And then uh, we need to keep moving. We can't say, oh, well, you know, we don't go to gym or my routine is out, so out goes the exercise. Yeah. I think we have more flexibility. Um, we certainly should be moving as much as possible. The weather's lovely. There's no excuse to not be outdoors and to be active. So that always helps, and that also definitely helps when there's a lot more dietary indiscretions. If you're doing a little bit more activity, you're burning more of those calories as well. Yeah, and drag the family along. Don't just make it a solo affair. Quite right, yes. And um, I suppose this is also time to enjoy oneself, and we've spoken so much about making better choices, do this instead of. So just in closing, Wendy, um, this is not just a time to become obsessed ab about what's going in your mouth to such a point that you become a pain to yourself or others. Yes, I agree with that. I believe it should be part of a healthy lifestyle. And, and I think we've spoken about the goals. And if your goal is to have the healthiest body that you can, then it helps you to choose, choose foods and drinks and whatever it is that we're putting into our bodies, activities, whatever it is that we choose to do in line with those goals. Mm. But perhaps it's a good time to sit down and think, okay, well, what do I want for my health? You know, and if, if you can, if, if health is your goal, then make choices that lead you towards that goal. So even when it's times of festivity, we can make choices that are going to, that, that are going to be more in line with our goals than any, you know, if we're not taking any notice of our health. Yeah. Those are some great tips coming your way from Wendy Christine from Integrated Health Solution. So, Wendy, just as uh, we're just a few days away from Christmas, just to you and your family and uh, to everyone you care about, may you have a wonderful and blessed Christmas. And uh, thank you so much for a really great year of spending time with us, helping us to make really great choices. Why? Because we understand our body and how it works. So thank you so much for all of that. Pleasure, Brad, and thanks to you as well and to your listeners, um, and I wish you all a blessed Christmas and, and a happy new year as well. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.